Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at CorkscrewsAndContracts.com. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Corkscrews and Contracts. I'm Wyatt Wallace. And I'm Jennifer Hamrick. And we have some really amazing uh, characters today in the real estate industry who are actually part of a brand new show. Can't wait to talk about it. But first, Jennifer, what are we sipping on? Today we are having another red Cabernet Sauvignon, which is Dr. Henry John Lindemann's. Excellent. Let's give that a try. You taste a lot of fruits in that. Yeah, I think that's probably what that is. But there's a tartness. There's a tartness. <laughs> I like that. There's a tartness. Yeah, it's got it's got a lot of flavor. I like the color of it too. So Caitlin Coleman, Jennifer Hamrick, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you. <laughs> or me, I guess, because Jennifer's usually here. That's right. <laughs> I had to be here, but often not in the hot seat. So. Yeah. <laughs> At least I have a partner this time in the hot seat. That's right. Yes. Someone to share it with. My goodness. So tell me, so you are both realtors, right? We are, yeah. Okay, very cool. And I know that there is so much that, uh, that the listening audience wants to know about why you need to work with a realtor. And I think that's why we're here today. Yes? We're here for so many reasons today. There's a lot of reasons. A lot of reasons. (laughs) You're already speaking in mysterious tones. Yes, we are. (laughs) We can't give away too much information at first. Too much. Yes, yes. (laughs) So, folks, I mentioned that uh, we have some characters with us uh, on the show today. And, uh, well, stay tuned. We have got some great news for you. But first... Jennifer, what what do, would you say is the top three things that someone needs to know about being in real estate? Jennifer or Caitlin, or yeah. you can take that. Jump in at any time. I'll jump in. You go ahead. Okay. So what most people don't realize is if you work with a realtor versus a real estate agent, a realtor is actually bound by uh, certain fiduciary duties mm. through the National Association of Realtors. So they are there to work for you and have your best interest in mind. So that's, that's the first thing people need to know, that people don't understand the difference between a realtor and a real estate agent. So uh, go ahead, Caitlin. That is a very important distinction because being a part of the National Association of Realtors offers more training, more information, more designations for your license. There's so many differences between a licensed realtor and just a licensed real estate agent. Like Jennifer said, we have a responsibility to our clients to have their best interest in mind as a part of the code of ethics. Code of ethics, that's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, those who don't know, there was a time before a realtors organization and my gosh, it was the Wild West. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not even saying that, you know, there were other ways of doing things before, but it's good to know that there's a, you know, like a, a book or something mm-hmm. about how you should treat your clients, mm-hmm. how um, items should be, houses should be listed and delisted on the market, and that sort of thing. Tell me more about what it is that you can do access-wise that a normal person couldn't do. 
We have access to online syndicated websites, the MLS. We have access to um, tax records and a, a resource called uh, Realtors Property Resources. And, you know, that's information that the general public doesn't have access to because we are licensed real estate agents or realtors. Mm -hmm. We even have secure filing systems that are online that make sure when you're signing those documents that are so important to a real estate transactions, those contracts, they are in a secure place. Oh, that's so cool. Mm -hmm. So it's not just a Dropbox and hopefully you don't get the password to my iCloud something something. Right. Right. <laughs> right. There's, there's two-step verification process to log into that for us and clients that are on the other side signing those documents. That way nobody has access to their personal information. That's so great. Yeah, I got a, a message just the other day about somebody else who had lost my data, some kind of a data breach or something, you know, and at this point I go, well, you know, uh, if they want it, they can come get it. But seriously, it's, it's sad how easy it is to have data, have data lost. So I'm glad to hear that there's some kind of a way to secure that. Mm -hmm. Now, both of you work for Parks Realty. We are, yeah. How did you meet? Well, at Parks. At Parks. <laughs> so I um, had been an agent with Parks for about nine months when Jennifer moved her license over to Parks. And it was a pretty instantaneous connection between yeah. us. That's cool. They're looking at each other like best friends right now. <laughs> With hearts in our eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. The affection is deep. <sighs> I miss my bros watching it right now. Could do life without you, Caitlin. Yeah. We even go to the bathroom together like typical girlfriends. Oh, All yeah. that thing. All the things. <laughs> Make our coffee together in the mornings, you know. Right? Or midday or afternoon. Yeah. Or whenever. Whenever. <laughs> So, so do you two help each out, each other out mm -hmm. on on deals or with uh, with listings and so forth? So we haven't really. Uh, so when I first started, Caitlin was actually my mentor for Parks. Parks mm -hmm. automatically gives you a mentor. Exciting. So she was my mentor, and she did work with me, work alongside with me on deals. Mm -hmm. uh, just when I got started, but. Uh, we still we bounce ideas off we of do. each other and we'll call each other and talk about how to handle a certain situation. I mean, that's just, that's mm -hmm. the beauty of our friendship is mm -hmm. we can do that Yeah, and, and not feel obligated <laughs> right? Um, for lack of better words, you know, we're both willing to help each other out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If she goes on vacation, I don't mind open houses, showings and stuff for her and it's vice versa. Yeah. So That's very cool. Okay, so we've got, you have a special announcement, and I know that everybody is like, what is it already? Um, I, it's coming, I promise. But I got one more question to ask before we get there, because I'm an investor, and I love to know um, that not only that um, my business is safe with a, a great uh, agent realtor, mm -hmm. um, but I want to know the reasons for why I need to do that, to use someone like yourselves, and... Um, uh, Jennifer, you had mentioned something about um, investors uh, being legally uh, compromised while listing our own properties, if that's what we were trying to do. Right. Well, an investor has their jo job and an agent has their job. Mm -hmm. And when you cross over that line, you're opening up yourself to a lot of 
um, a lot more of a risk of getting sued. Okay. Or different things, you know, legal things may arise. You know, if you're doing a flip, you know so much information about that property that an agent wouldn't normally know. Mm-hmm. And you're going to need to disclose a lot of that. So you have to keep that in mind, whereas an agent, they didn't flip that property or they didn't have tenants in that property. So it kind of, uh, it's like a buffer for the listing, like, or when you sell it, it's a buffer. You know, you know that property like the back of your hand. Yeah. Because I've opened up the walls, Mm -hmm. I need to be able to either disclose everything that I've seen, which there are things that I will forget to disclose. Right. Mm -hmm. And, or I use someone who has not been there while the walls were opened up and who can give me great advice as a, as an agent. Well, and I'm not saying I would never, that would never be my advice to not share something. You should always disclose, but I'm saying we're human and mistakes happen. And then you open yourself up to a whole new, new thing. Right. So that's why it's good to have an agent. Uh, Also... Through the process of flipping that property or uh, renting out that property, you've grown attached to it even though it's business. And you need to keep that in mind. Whereas if somebody lowballs you, mm-hmm. you're going to take that more personal mm-hmm. than Seriously. I would. Yeah. Because I'm going to be able to say, I'm going to be able to talk you through it before you react versus you getting the news and reacting. And when an investor uses a realtor who has a mm-hmm. fiduciary duty or responsibility to their client, that agent is going to have the investor's best interest in mind, even when it comes down to the negotiating process and the disclosures and all those things. So the realtor works for the investor at that mm-hmm. point and basically does what, what the investor asks them to do. And the real obviously has those you know, ethics that they still have to follow, yep. but you do have that agent there that, that is going to have your best interest in mind. We've, on this show, we've talked about before having, uh, having someone else there who, um, who can help run numbers, who can give data without a slant to it. Uh, that is huge because you know a lot of investors are entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and we have a tendency to blow sunshine on everything mm-hmm. and then look back and go well I thought it was this and it was that and the other and so as someone you know impartial on that mm-hmm. you can say this is this is what it is these are the comps like this is this is the gonna... hard data mm-hmm. this is what it is and you know an agent can advise you one way or the other yes this would be a good investment for this area or no, it wouldn't be, let's explore other options that might be better for you to spend your money. Real estate investors looking for a quick close and no appraisals? Reach out to Mike Brady at PropertyRecycle.com. They are a large private equity firm with that personal touch. Property Recycle offers an easy online application, no appraisal requirements, and can close within five days. Ditch your slow, expensive lender and get the money you need today. Call Mike Brady at 615-806-7500. Again, that is 615-806-7500. Or visit PropertyRecycle.com. 
Visit our friend Bradley T. Bald, licensed attorney at the Road Title and Escrow LLC, where he counsels and facilitates clients in various commercial and residential transactions. In addition to his real estate practice, Bradley is an attorney for Keller, Turner, Ruth, Andrews, and Gannon PLLC in the firm's sports, entertainment, and corporate practice. Bradley is also a Rule 31 mediator in the state of Tennessee. Again, that's Bradley T. Ball at the Road Title and Escrow. Give him a call. Okay, well, good deal. Hey, thank you for entertaining me. So, uh, I need a drum roll, please. All right, I'm going to go in on that, too. <laughs> yeah! All right. <laughs> the only time he'll allow me to Seriously, to table. tap on the table <laughs> while we're recording the podcast. I hope that's not too loud in everyone's ears. Huge announcement. Um, ladies, you have a new show coming out soon. Yes. We do. And it is about not only being an agent, but being a spy. A spy, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> so you are a special agent. We are a special agent <laughs> for the real estate world. Mm-hmm. What's the name of the show? We are licensed to sell Nashville. Boom. Licensed to sell Nashville. Mm-hmm. It sounds very Bond. It does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we want to get the the right information out there, mm-hmm. but we want to make it entertaining. Mm. And so there'll be cliffhangers, m- mysteries, yeah. and <laughs> dramatic plot twists. Oh, and it sounds good. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. But we're also going to bring value with some good quality real estate information as well, while making yeah. it fun for us and for people that are going to watch us. Yeah. I like the sound of that. That is so cool. Everybody else on YouTube has got videos teaching. And then you've got, you know, spy shows and cop dramas and, and, you know, murder she wrote. But those don't mix with something where it's educational on on a long-term basis. So I'm really excited about this. When do you watch your your YouTube teaching shows, Wyatt? Um, Throughout the day. Do they put you to sleep, or do you do it at night before you go to sleep? Oh, uh, I try to, yeah, I do it at night before I go to sleep, mm. too. Yeah, they do. They put me to bed. So they're kind of boring? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 We don't want to be that. No. No. Okay. <laughs> right. He's looking scared. I know. He's like, ooh, plot yes. twist. <laughs> yes. Okay, so you work for a governmental agency? We do. Oh my gosh, they are so tight-lipped, everyone. My no, goodness. Can, how much information can we divulge? So, I mean, the spy game, it's endless, the amount of information that you shouldn't divulge. Oh. Yeah. If we give away too many secrets now, then what's there going to be to watch? <laughs> okay. We can tell you that okay. our first episode, our first season will yep. be five episodes. Yes. And it is why you should work with a real estate agent. And there's different points. For each episode and as I said as we said different mysteries and cliffhangers throughout that yeah okay that is so cool so you've already been filming a little bit yeah we have mm-hmm. yeah we actually released a trailer last mm-hmm. week just to promote our show how can people to... see that trailer we have a Facebook page it's okay called license to sell Nashville and then also YouTube mm-hmm. everybody go on and like our Facebook page yes. license to sell Nashville uh, we have not set up a YouTube page yet, but you can check them out on our personal yes. YouTube pages. Okay. So. And what are those? Mine is Caitlin Sells Nashville. Okay. okay. Great. 
great. Uh, I think mine's just Jennifer Hamrick. Jennifer Hamrick. <laughs> yeah. That'll work. Okay. Cool. So you're gonna have like code names and you know um, uh, file drops and and that sort of thing. Lots of confidential information. Oh. Okay. We can't give away our names yet. Oh. I know. Yeah. Okay. You gotta wait for those. But our first one will be about confidential information since so you said that. Yes. That, yeah. Okay. And oh some access that we have that nobody else has. Awesome. <laughs> okay. Cool. All right. Well, let's get back to what's going on present day. Yes. That was super exciting. There's a story about a junk gypsy house? <laughs> that would be me. Okay. So my second real estate transaction ever was a cold call believe it or not oh yeah somebody called into the office and i happened to be there with another real estate agent and instead of arm wrestling over who was going to get the listing or the lead we just said hey we'll do it together so we <laughs> actually got in the car and the girl wanted us to come see this house that same day oh. so we get in the car and we drive <laughs> over there and we walk inside and I about fell out. I have never seen a house that had that much junk oh. in it before. And, I mean, I don't want to judge anybody by their current situation. Yeah. But there was a lot of crap in that house. <laughs> and so there are certain words that we're not allowed to use as a part of the Realtor Code of Ethics. So I decided to call her a junk gypsy. <laughs> and when we left, we felt like we had bugs crawling on our skin just because there was so much stuff you and like animals in the house and we just it yeah Oof. it was so how do you tell somebody house. that this is not necessarily the right setup for showing well we, when we took her Gently. comps yes we just showed her the pictures of other houses in that area and how they were set up for showing oh. and the price that they sold at compared to how they looked on the inside that's great. So we broke it to her gently, and there were some emotional things that this young lady had to work through because of a traumatic experience in her life. So we were very gentle about how we, you know, broke that news to her. But last day, closing, they were still loading stuff in a U-Haul truck. So you didn't call the TV show and ask them to come clean it up? We did not. <laughs> <laughs> we were fearful, though, that it would not get cleaned out in time. But it did. It made it. The house is still there. It's all good. Great. <laughs> I like that you showed her what other people did instead of saying, hey, listen, this is not, you got to fix this. Yeah. Because it me, sounds real personal. Typically the best way to approach situations mm -hmm. like that, because when you go in and say, look, this place is a dump, you got to clean it up, people get their feelings hurt. Mm -hmm. And you never know what those people are dealing with. Right. For instance, she lost her mom. Oh, mm. And so... For her, she couldn't get rid of that stuff that was her mom's. Yeah. And so, for her, it just piled up and piled up and piled up and got out of control. So, mm -hmm. if you can show what other houses look like instead of going in, hey, you got to clean this crap up, mm -hmm. then, for me, that's the best way to handle those situations because I don't like to hurt anybody's feelings either. Jennifer, do you have a story like that? Oh, it's not like that. <laughs> it's we different. All have our now stories. we're going to get inappropriate, I think. <laughs> <laughs> what is course cruising contracts if at some point you don't get inappropriate, right? That's right. <laughs> Give the people what they want. So I had the buyers, the buyer of yeah. the home. Okay. And 
We had got the home under contract. We were at the inspection point. Oh. Yeah. And so, you know, my buyer had called the inspector, got everything lined up. We worked it out with the seller that we could be there for the inspection at a certain time and day. So what you need to know going in is these were two guys that lived in this home, like roommates. Okay. So uh, maybe, I, I don't know, like an age range or anything like that. Yes. But, which it doesn't even matter. But the guy, there was the guy that owned it, <laughs> mm-hmm. and there was the guy that was the roommate that Just, rented a room. Uh, rented for, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the inspector got there. You know, let himself in. I'm sure he knocked first and then eventually let himself in because nobody came to the door. Yeah. So a guy, the roommate, Mm -hmm. comes out of the room butt naked. (laughs) Not even boxers. Like nothing. What? Stands in the living room (laughs) and carries on a full-on conversation with the inspector. Like, yeah, it wasn't just like, hey, why are you in my house? Like, full-on conversation. Then, after this long conversation of standing there naked. Right. Just in the wind. Yeah, just just like in the wind. Like, not even peeking his head out the door. No. Like, trying to hide anything. Just stood there. Wow. He decides that it is not the best, that, that the owner yeah. had not let him know that the inspector was coming. And that it is not a good time. (laughs) 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 And that he needed to reschedule a time to come back to to do the inspection. Of course he did. Yeah. And these gentlemen were old enough to know better, right? Like they were... I will say that the owner of the home had been married at one point with kids. So they were old enough to to know you should put on boxers (laughs) to go to see who's in your home. Like put a towel around your waist or something. Yeah. And that maybe somebody didn't want to stand there and look at him the whole conversation naked. You're going to try it. He must have been very confident. (laughs) The ladies love it. (laughs) Do you see these tan lines? Do you see them? Do you like buying insurance for your flip, new construction, or other properties? No, everyone hates buying insurance unless you call Joe Gravy Graves with I Hate Buying Insurance. I Hate Buying Insurance. He chose that name because it's the truth. Call or text Joe at 615-499-6846 to ask about insuring your investment properties and you'll get three free gifts worth over $7,000 in value when you say, Gravy, I need a quote on my most valuable asset. 615-499-6846. Net Worth Realty of Nashville is growing wealth in Tennessee by providing people across the Nashville metropolitan area with the tools and expertise they need to succeed in the residential real estate market. Their specialists understand the ins and outs of Nashville and are experts at locating undervalued properties in the city's most desirable neighborhoods. That's Net Worth Realty of Nashville, 615-823-2777. That kind of rolls into a situation I had one time (laughs) talking about inappropriateness. (laughs) I had a listing and... um, we actually, from our office, took a group of agents on a home tour. There's so much excitement our, going on right of now. Of our listings. And when I listed this house, 
Keep in mind what I'm about to tell you was not visible to me at that point in time. Okay. Well, so, you don't go in houses looking for certain things either. I also either. don't look for these things, but I will <laughs> from now on forever and for always. <laughs> so we're walking through this house, and there's a couple of other agents from our office in there. And one of them's like, oh my gosh, Caitlin, have you seen this? And I'm like, what is it? Please tell me it's something amazing. No. There were very graphically detailed playing cards hanging on the wall in a frame with like clothespins on them of different sexual positions. Wow. Very graphically detailed (laughs) pictures. And these sellers had a six-year-old at the time. A little girl. Six-year-old. And so then I had to have the conversation. And Jennifer was actually there with me when I got to have this conversation with the sellers. It was very uncomfortable. About. You said, see, here are these comps. Do they have any playing cards on their walls? I'm like, you guys, this is this is inappropriate. And people might get offended by this. Wow. Like, I understand you don't think it's offensive. And what you do in your home, that's on you. But you can't have these out for showings. They also had some very graphic other paraphernalia in their home as well. Which I'm pretty sure they brought out during that conversation. They did. They were like, oh, look, look what we have. What? For our listeners' ears, I don't want to get into too much detail, but uh, it was, yeah. Uh, With the six-year-old little girl standing there. Mm. We were talking about male genitalia. That's a bottle opener. It was very awkward. Very, very awkward. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever heard of that one before. (laughs) That is... That is just special. <laughs> well, and I do have to admit that some of our lady agents that were walking through that house were very intrigued by what they saw. <laughs> <laughs> I may have even tried it later. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> They're over there taking pictures. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, really. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, they really were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we're not going to name drop here. <laughs> I just remembered. So this is a home tour. Yes. So there are other agents just walking mm-hmm. through. There were probably eight other agents from our mm-hmm. office in there. Now, keep in mind, the house had been on the market maybe two weeks at that mm-hmm. point. Yeah. And so there had been several showings, and nobody gave any feedback on that. <gasps> and it was one of those situations where the, the sellers came to me, and to make a long story short, she had already had pictures of her house. And so she didn't even want me to do pictures oh. myself, like bring a professional in here. So it's like, fine, whatever, we'll do it that way. Mm-hmm. So I didn't actually get a chance to look at the house and its staging before we did pictures and all those types of things. So, yeah. And we did an open house. <laughs> Jennifer actually helped me with the open house on that listing where plenty of teenage boys came through with their parents. I'm like, great. <laughs> That's awkward. We never oh. saw it. Never saw it. Wow. And and the reason we did not see it is because it was it was the entryway to the uh, bonus mm-hmm. room, and there was a door right beside it. So like the door ended, and the picture was there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like you. And there was a lot of pictures and stuff on the wall, so you wouldn't necessarily notice it with the way it was positioned right. on the wall. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm sure people. I'm sure people did. Um, it was very strange. So and awkward. <laughs> you never know what you're going to see in real estate, right? Mm-hmm. So did the house sell? 
Actually, it was one of those unfortunate situations where they had another house under contract, uh-huh. and that house fell through, and so they took their house off the market. Uh, okay. So mm-hmm. it didn't work out, but that's okay. Everything works out for a reason. So. Yeah, and they can keep their pictures. And they on can the put walls. their pictures back up. Wow. <laughs> yep. More if they want. Well, well then, good to know. Yeah. I'm gonna go home and decorate. so what what if someone wants to be a realtor or a real estate agent today like without you know working for a government agency (laughs) what do you recommend for that you know they're sitting at home and they're like i've heard so many great things about selling houses, and I love HGTV, and I can use some extra money in my pocket, and I want to do this. Tell us about that. We answer these questions often. Yes. <laughs> so stop watching HGTV. <laughs> that is not the place to start. <laughs> but it's good, fun entertainment. So mm-hmm. there's that. Um, but my first piece of advice would be to do your homework. Do your homework on what it takes to obtain your license, how many hours you have to have in classes, the tests that you have to take. And then another suggestion is to have a good six months to a year of your normal income stockpiled before you get started. Ooh, save up. Yeah, because real estate is not a, I know this is going to like floor everyone, (laughs) but it is not a get rich quick. I know. What? I know why it is super shocked right now. Oh it is God. not a get rich quick. <laughs> I'm talking about zero to career. sixty and a million dollars quick. Yes. No. It's Which not would that be way. fabulous. And you know, mm-hmm. for some people, it does work out that way. Mm-hmm. But to be prepared for those times where business may be a little slow and mm-hmm. and you're still trying to grow your business, you're looking at a good like three years before you get a good steady income, mm-hmm. and you need to keep that in mind. And when you get started, what we have found is that you need to put a figure out what marketing works mm-hmm. for you and you need to put that marketing strategy in place immediately so ha- not only have enough money to live off of have enough money for marketing one thing uh caitlin's from nashville like she's born and raised here well, i'm a unicorn yeah you are yeah there's not many yeah. <laughs> I figure they sound like horses. I'm sure I don't sound like a horse, but <laughs> maybe other unicorns do. Yes. Yes. So, and I moved here. So, you know, I'm a transplant, just like majority of Nashville. But with that being said, we have different marketing strategies that work for us. And we've come together on this marketing strategy, mm-hmm. but it's not for everybody that's from Nashville or that relocated to Nashville. So really sit down, find out what works for you, and then put it all in place. I would also say that you have to have perseverance and grit Mm -hmm. to make it in this business. Um, Because like Jennifer said, it takes a good two to three years before you get a steady, before you get steady income, Mm -hmm. before you have steady business. And the statistics are astounding with the number of agents that quit within the first three to five years. I mean, it, it's a huge number. Mm-hmm. So for people to make it past that three to five year mark, you have to you have to be tough and you have to be willing to work for it and, you know, eat uh, ramen noodles every now and then when, when things get tight. Wow. Or have a significant other that has or an income a significant other that you can level for. Yes. One thing I did that I found to be really helpful is 
I committed to this. Like, this is going to be my career. Mm -hmm. And I went in for the long haul. And I interviewed with nine brokers before I chose which one was the one for me. Mm. And I think that's so important because mm -hmm. if you don't take it serious and you don't go out there and figure out what's going to work for you and who, what company is going to work for you, then it, it really could set you up for failures the way I feel personally. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and having a company that provides you with training and resources you know, to help you grow your business and also a mentor. I know Jennifer mentioned earlier mm -hmm. on that Parks provides a mentor at no additional cost, mm -hmm. which is a huge thing getting started out because yeah. you are spending money left and right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, really just honing in on the company that's going to fit you and your lifestyle and what's going to serve you the best, too. Mm -hmm. There's so many things people don't think about. You have to pay for up front. Mm -hmm. uh, yard signs. Those are like $165 for three. Lot boxes, $115 each. Mm -hmm. Like just things you don't think of that you're like, oh, that's that's something that I'm going to need to get if I'm going to ever list a house. So. Mm -hmm. And then just start telling everyone you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just tell everyone, hey, I'm getting in this business. Start telling all your friends, mm -hmm. your family. Yeah. If you, the word. yeah, if you are afraid to tell people what you about what you do, this is probably not the business exactly. for you. Exactly. Yeah. Jennifer's looking at me with just the biggest mouth agape right now. Her jaw hit the floor. Seriously. When I um, met Wyatt, he would not tell anybody what he did. <laughs> He's grown up. He has progress. So progress. I'm, I'm growing <laughs> <laughs> a little bit at a time. <laughs> I'll drink some wine now. <laughs> Coping have, skills. I'll have my water. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Hey, well, hey, um, License to Sell Nashville comes out. Comes out next Thursday. Next Thursday, August 22nd. Episode one. My goodness. That is so exciting, you two. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're jazzed. Okay. <laughs> okay, can we get some jazz hands right now? Jazz, jazz hands. Jazz hands. <laughs> My goodness. Thank you for being here, Caitlin Coleman, Jennifer Hamrick. This has been great. <laughs> Thank it's been you. Fun. Thank you. This has been a production of Corkscrews and Contracts. Podcast copyright 2019.